0: Andy is just going to miss out on one of the best probably science he, podcasts he, he, in the entire in fact, world.
1: The first time yeah. that Matt and I had to do one without Andy, it was, our, it was like one of our highest downloaded episodes. and really? Yeah, and he hated that. He really hated it. Well, then he's going to
0: hate this one, because let me tell you something. Yeah, I have a lot of computers, and I download every... Yeah, you do it like
1: when you're trying to win concert
0: tickets. I have a room full of computers. I have have so many IP addresses that I download every podcast I've ever been on at least 100,000 times. So I don't know if that's good numbers in this day and age. Maybe I should have said a million, but
2: I'm sticking with 100,000. No, we'd be very happy with that. Very, yeah, we, very happy. So thank yeah, you. We would, we would take it. And roll credits. Yeah. Woo! Probably Science.
1: Hello, and welcome to Probably Science. I'm your host, one of two. Little switcheroo there. Uh, nobody's dead. I'm Jesse Case.
2: I'm Matt Kirsten. Andy is. Hold up at work. Held up, he's he's hold up. He's, he's all both. his holes are up at work. Mm-hmm. Yep, face down, and uh, <laughs> face down holes d- up. That's the way he likes to that's, podcast. That's,
1: yep, that's the, that's the classic Wheaton song.
2: We are starting with the, with a classy level that we intend to continue <laughs> with. It's science, is it th- okay? That holes is the voice. go up. Yep, <laughs> yep. That is the voice. Probably. of our, our guest today. Long time friend, first time guest, very funny comic Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Baldinger. How are you, mate? How's it going? How
0: are you guys? I'm doing good. It's good to be here. Long time listener, first time listener. Um, (laughs) Sure. Sure. And I just, I'm so honored to be here. I, I love uh, science, probably, and it's something that I'm, I'm excited to prove to you guys. Honestly, if I'm being, if I'm being honest,
1: if you're being honestly, if I'm being honest, we. We should uh, we should tell everybody that this is our seventeenth attempt to record this today. Yes, um, this is so. If we're a little not, frazzled, not only
2: do, yeah. Not only do we not have Andy right now, but this took this took the over half an hour, I think, to actually get recording. With it turned out to be my computer. My one was the one that was not working properly, but I found the Which, solution, and that was to turn it off and I turned it back on again, and now it works. And I that know, again to reiterate. The fact
0: that that is the solution to everything in all yeah. walks of life. All you need to do is unplug it and plug it back in. Whether you're yeah. in the hospital, whether you're talking about video games, just unplug
2: well, tried, and plug back I, in. <laughs> that did is try important. I unplugging the individual elements of it. I tried right. unplugging the microphone or closing the browser and reopening it, and n- none of those worked. So mm-hmm. full reboot...
0: Half Restart. an hour later
2: and you no longer have a, a weird echo on my voice. <laughs> Unless you want to add that in post. Maybe we'll add that after the effect if you want to have maybe I'll double track no, it my was, vocals. It, was, it wasn't
1: even like echoing. It was uh, it was glitching, it was like a dubstep right. remix.
0: It was like of you would you say something. things and it would go like Can you hear me? Me can you hear me me? Can you hear this? <laughs> ah shit, it. You know, like that it would be it would be that sort of stuff. And uh It was
1: very drive through vibe.
0: Yeah. Oh cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah felt like you I are. wanted to order a ten piece you know mm-hmm mm-hmm who wouldn't? Have,
2: well, maybe we'll release the remix of this episode <laughs> i don't I know we've got some d j minded listeners if you wanna if you want to remix this and really give it that exciting, broken vocal beat to make it i just Inaudible. I just appreciate
0: the fact that there was technical difficulties so that my lateness wasn't the issue. Because I was late, <laughs> and I apologize about that. But it, it really salvaged me, yeah. and I bring it up only because I can't not pretend that I wasn't in the wrong. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I appreciate the fact that there was other mitigating factors that made it seem like, oh yeah, I was, I was alre- always ready.
1: Isn't yeah. that great? I love... I love it when I have messed up, but then when I arrive somewhere, everything's also wrong. It's yep. a great is a great feeling. <laughs>
0: like uh... Uh, it, it takes such a relief. It takes such the pressure off. Yeah. It's like oh thank God I'm so late and I feel so bad because yeah. we had to reschedule this. And then oh wait they're having technical difficulties. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I continued to be late.
1: I slept in. Nice. I'm missing the start of my shift. Oh thank God there was a shooting. Oh God
0: yeah. Okay. Right? yeah. <laughs> We've <laughs> every time every time you know every, every time, time there's a tragedy i i'm actually like oh you know what there's going to be some great
2: oscar that bait saved, movies
0: in a few years
2: Yep, yeah. and that saved someone who worked there with a hangover from trouble so
0: <laughs> who uh that, when, actually when, we, had,
2: we had a very low-key version of that last week where i was in the car with another comic and we were driving to a gig and he had double booked himself with a a, a, a different gig and was a trying to work out what to say to the promoter and then got a text saying i'm sorry the gig tonight is being cancelled mm, uh, that's so, so it's, like- it's- music Again, like, to what a, your what ears a joy. what a joy oh, so the, the gig so that he w- thought brilliant. he would have to disappoint the promoter in instead the promoter is apologizing to him and he gets to be like hey it's alright don't worry about it I, uh, these things Did happen he,
0: was, was he a piece of shit and he goes like look I already started on my way can you at least send me some gas money for the money that <laughs> I <already-?" laughs> yeah yeah he gets all indignant <laughs> I uh like, I, come on man this is last minute this is yeah, kind of like I could have got is...
2: a decent paying gig in like Palm really? Springs tonight if I'd known that your gig was going to be cancelled <laughs>
1: Have have you guys ever tried to get your own gig canceled, like uh like you go down there the night before and <laughs> cough on everybody or like you? <laughs> like,
0: Only every single time yeah. I have tried to get every single one of my gigs. No, uh, the pre-cough I can't say that yeah. I have.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the pre-cough. No, I mean sometimes pre-cough. like like you'll make um I make plans a lot that I shouldn't because I assume I, and I'm not talking about gigs, but I'm talking about like uh. Getting lunch with somebody that I don't really like or whatever because I assume yeah. that by the time it comes around, I'll want to and I'm always wrong. Right. I, never, I never want to. <laughs> and then the day, the day comes up because if it's like past 10 days in the future, I just assume I'll be a different person like my whole right. – I, I will have turned my whole life around and I'll want these things. So like it'll be like, okay, 10 days from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get together. And then uh, I don't want to at all. But I, uh, if I've over canceled with somebody, um, then I have to hope that something else goes wrong. You know what I mean? Like,
0: absolutely. This, I mean, there.
1: And I wonder if anyone's ever tried to influence that. I mean, I know it sounds it's very Larry David, but if anyone's ever tried to like actually get the restaurant shut down or like cause a <laughs> traffic jam, just something where you're like, I can I'm sorry. I, oh, that's. I'm horrible. not sure
0: to. I'm not sure to that extent, but I'm sure that they're are people out there that have just tried their best to manifest the the thing that they manifest is just inconvenience for others just not anything <laughs> serious but just like oh, i really hope that there's just a lot of traffic on laurel canyon today i just uh, and just have to delay anything like for me right. it's not so much about the lunch it's about like exercising you know it's like if i, I if i'm exercise like if i go for a run with somebody or a hike or something like that it's like i'll never cancel but i pray every day that they do sure because (laughs) like if they cancel it's like oh thank god i don't want to go for a run i just i don't want to do it i don't want to go for a hike i don't want to do any of this stuff but at the same time it's like but i i want to i made the plans the Uh, the, idea of going on a hike i i want to have want I want to have gone on a hike. I want to have gone for a run. I don't want to go for a run. You know what I mean? Like, that's... If I were...
1: Do you think if you were rich enough, you could do that thing like the way they exercise people that are in comas? Could you not know? Like, could you just be like, hey, drug, drug me up and give me a marathon?
2: Oh, I think that an earthquake's is, happening right now.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling an earthquake right now. And honestly, that's serious? giving me the exercise yeah. that I need right now. I, my, my, my apartment is shaking. And yeah, there it's. Is. Wow. Not because yeah, I'm it's baking. It's still going.
1: It's still going. Yes. We're still this earthquaking.
0: Live quake is, on the pod. We've manifested uh, people canceling plans. By doing this, yeah, because we people this. are like, be look, about- there's an earthquake, and I just can't make it to uh, your I, you know, kid's it's funny. recital.
1: When you said that, I literally thought it's because my idea was so good. I was like, <laughs> has anyone ever, you know, like they exercise this is your earth- legs? shaking Yeah, and you're like, this I is- feel an earthquake right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, well, an earthquake right now by how great yeah. that idea is. I just I was... want to acknowledge that my cat just slept all the way through it. Which I thought <laughs> I thought pets are meant to be like ultra alert, but no, 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 no. Oh, no hang they're, on, now, he, now he's being more like... alert. Now he's now it's passed. You were supposed I've to be advance through... warning. Like
0: wh- I've slept mm. through a tornado before. I've slept through earthquakes. I've you know I've I've slept through her Like I've I've slept through them all. Well,
1: it was a big one. It was that was a uh, that was a four point seven. Uh, really. T- Ten kilometers west northwest of Malibu.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we got the rain. Now we got the quakes. Now next up is the fires, and we'll have the trifecta.
1: Yeah, we'll have the full Sim City three thousand.
0: Um, hmm.
2: Yeah, that was. Uh, where well, so was your tornado, Jeffrey?
0: Uh, that was in uh, that was in Kansas. Uh, I went to school at the University of Kansas, and mm. uh, I remember. There's a lot. There's some micro. What, what are called microbursts? So they're mini tornadoes. A lot of mini tornadoes. Um, well, that's not what a campus. that's not what a microburst is at all. Is that not what a microburst is? No, you can't just come on a science
1: podcast and call it a mini tornado. What are you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about?
0: Well, I, I guess I would say that a microburst is what they called it. And so, whether or not it's a mini tornado or not. I don't have the qualifications to address it. But if you're saying without a doubt that a microburst is not a mini tornado, then I'll Micro have to defer to
1: your A microburst is not tornadic. A microburst is when so much it's when a cloud basically opens up. So so much rain falls out of an extremely tall cloud structure okay. that it forces all of the air around it like a bomb
0: outward. So Got it can, okay. it can, it can cause a okay. ton of damage. I'm not I'm not oh, minimizing. And it, and it No, no, no. It's Okay, I'm glad that you said that, because that makes more sense based on what type of damage was done to campus. Right. Um, I'm not minimizing the,
1: the damage, or, or the, the danger, I mean, microbursts are awful, it's just not, uh, it's not a... Not a tornado. Ain't no twisted Not, not, not
0: many tornadoes. Ain't, ain't, a ain't a twista. no twista. Okay, well then I'm glad that you mentioned that, because I was under the false imagination, because here's the thing, I slept through it. Right. So I didn't see what it was. Sure. I was just told about it, and... Can you hear those sirens, by the way? I'm sorry if you those can. Those are post-earthquake yeah. post sirens. Those post post uh sirens, and I apologize for that. Thin walls. Um, but yeah, so I was uh, at a friend's place. My brother had been visiting, and we both were sleeping soundly, and the people that we were staying with ran into the uh, living room that we were sleeping in and just like, we got to get downstairs, we got to get downstairs, we got to get downstairs. And apparently, what both my brother and I did was wave them off and go, stop it. We're tight, ty- like, sure. let us sleep. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. And we just continued to sleep upstairs by windows, and they ran downstairs, and they the next morning they were like, you guys were so dismissive of this. Like, this was huge. Like, Millions and millions of dollars worth of damage to campus was done by these microbursts, which are not mini-tornadoes, but are uh, strong busts, gusts of uh, powerful air and rain. Mm, I'm
1: glad. Well, Where would you pick that up? See, you come out I'm
0: very knowledgeable about these, uh, about <laughs> about these topics. I various various weather, weather patterns? and Yeah, sure. Various, sure. various, various, <laughs> various, various, <laughs> various patterns, mm-hmm. and... Um, <laughs> I just you know I'm on a science probably science podcast and I wanted to make sure that I was knowledgeable not just speaking out of my ass you know like who would ever call a microburst a mini tornado that's just so not it's the same I think it it checks out the logic checks
1: out based on the damage stuff the logic checks out exactly I I was uh, in so uh, pandemic it's it's Christmas of 2020 right so everything shut down earlier that year Christmas of 2020, and I'm working at a hospital, and I'm working on a clinical trial, so I got to be at work like every day, so that includes right. Christmas, so Christmas morning, this is in Nashville, Tennessee, I wake up, and I'm um, having my coffee, I'm getting ready to go into work, and everything's quiet on account of it's Christmas, right, no one else is going to work yep. except people like me, and a guy, Jews. Uh, there's, a, uh, <laughs> there's a suicide bomber, a guy blew himself up in oh my God. downtown Nashville, and like I heard it and felt it, Uh, like it was like this massive he blew up an rv uh he packed full of stuff and and like i don't know he was trying to take out the um at&t he was trying to take down the 5g is what he was doing uh Um, you know on account of the yeah the The service is not always the best (laughs) right he was mad about his bill (laughs) and um (laughs) he's just a real real dramatic this guy yeah but it was uh, it was kind of the same thing where I, w- I was like annoyed at the suicide bomber. You know, I was like I was like I gotta go to work and like uh, and then there was all this like traffic because people were, you know had to get down there to oh my god you know cover the scene on account of the suicide yeah. bomb and I was very upset with this guy <laughs> but it was that, like it was uh, but my neighbor na- my neighbor and his dog like slept through the whole thing and <laughs> and it's like how many bomb shockwaves will you ever be in and he's just like brushed it off
0: right. But that's Adams. that's that's the human condition, right? That's why we relate to the the curb your enthusiasm type shows because it's like, yeah, it's it's a, inconvenience. It's like when Seinfeld when the lady jumps off the roof and lands on George's car. That's where I come in. The splat. Um, sure. The, oh, sure. You know, sure. The, the the damage done is uh, on this horrible tragedy. That I don't feel like I should have to pay for this. The hospital should, you know, and. Um, I was was in a, there was um, somebody, there was a lot of traffic uh, and we were stuck in traffic and going over the bridge and then all of a sudden it cleared up and we were going and we passed by and apparently the reason there was so much traffic was somebody was threatening to jump off a bridge. Like there was a suicide attempt, you know, somebody Mm. jumped off a bridge and then they didn't. Right. And so then traffic was free to go. But everybody's still late for work. And so it's like we're late for work because somebody didn't kill themselves now. Right. And it's just like this sort of like, well, it's kind of I mean, I you I, did all this. Sure. I
1: understand what you're saying, where it's like with, with traffic jams, particularly, if you're in one, I have maybe a 20 minute limit in a traffic right. jam where I hope everything's okay. I hope, hope everyone's, everyone's all right. okay. And after 20 minutes, like, I need to see violence. I need, I, this better have been Something worth it. Something
0: better have happened.
1: Yeah, and the best is when you get up there and a car uh, is just completely, like, it's been on fire. You know what I'm saying? Oof. So it's just the frame of the car that's like, like, when you yeah. pass that at the end of a traffic jam, you're like, that was a good traffic jam.
2: Yeah, like, it was, exactly. worth,
1: it was worth it. Instead of just, like, uh, I was in one last week, and it was really it was like forty five minute traffic jam, and yeah. I know that it was probably for a good reason. And these guys were just taking their lunch. But as I passed them, it was just a bunch of construction guys eating sandwiches. And I was like, right. <laughs> I
0: was "This
1: was furious, pointless." Furious because I didn't get the the payoff. You can really get blue balled at the end of a traffic jam.
2: I, I did see. Uh, I mean, it was raining in L A. last week, so that was obviously you was know, it. No one knows how to deal with it. So oh yeah, I yeah. did. I did see a car fully upside down. On the uh, off ramp of the one hundred and one. Wow! Really? And oh again, my god! And like I yeah, you sort of you know, if, Okay, that's why the traffic slowed on the on the freeway <laughs> there because a the car has managed to get himself completely upside down, uh, quite impressively as well. Like I, I always, I'm always impressed when a car is just was fully, it a like turtle. Was it like a car or was it a a truck? Was it like what no? Was, it was like a little. Was it? it was it was a it was like a sort of family sedan. It was like I, I don't really. I it was side on, so I don't, I don't know what the model was, but it you know right. it looked like wow. a sort of like a sort of golf or something like that because <laughs> wow. like or something or conversely
0: the the traffic jams you want you want to see something be like that's a good traffic jam because of this this is this I've also been in situations where there there hasn't been a traffic slowdown and what I've seen people ignoring yeah. is yes. crazy how yeah. people are just driving by this stuff I was and this is a trigger warning uh in terms of gruesomeness. Uh, for those listening, but this, I, I was driving to the airport to pick up a friend, and it was going. I, I you know, take La Siena all the way down, not to be all very specific to LA listeners, but you guys know. You sure. go all the way down, and um, on the side of the road is this car accident. Everybody's just blowing past. This guy, his. Is he d- was dead? He had been crushed by Oof. a wheel of a tire. Like it was so, like yeah. It was a, it was a body without a, and it, and and everybody was just blowing past it. Nobody was slowing down. Nobody was like chicken necking it, you know, rubber necking it, or whatever it is. Um, right,
1: rubber necking. Yeah, like
0: it was just. It was just smooth sailing. I was like, "How are people not like?" People are making sure to aim, not...
1: aim their car the same <laughs> yeah. tread marks. Sort of like driving through snow. Like,
0: people are. How continually... are people not slowing down to watch this horrific thing? Right. And just have it be backed up. Like it was just the smoothest sailing lack of traffic I'd ever seen to the airport. And I was like, "This is insane that people aren't like." Going crazy over this.
1: Did you worry for. Since everyone else was so lax, did you worry that you had like a Sixth Sense thing going? Where like only you saw the guy? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, no. This is when you. You discover that you see dead people. <laughs> it's like, am I the only person who sees dead bodies? It's not. I, I don't see you, dead people. But, I just
2: see dead bodies. You, but are not like, ghosts. Yeah,
1: but you're like too...
2: But you're. It's t- not even. It's not even like a superpower or anything. Yeah, like you just it's see. It's you just, just, but you're I too dumb de- to
1: know it's just you, so you're always <laughs> complaining. You're like, I can't believe everyone's just eating right now. You guys, yeah. uh,
0: clearly, <laughs> this guy bleeding out over there at the in the chilies. You know. That was five years ago. Nobody <laughs> cleaned it up.
2: <laughs> Jeffrey, we we like to ask our guests, but uh, we've 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 had some science chat already. But we want to know what, if anything, is your background in science, and that's range from classes you liked or hated as a kid to blow stuff up in the woods with your friends to well, uh, interest be, nowadays. Being in mini tornadoes,
0: mean, anything you. Got. I've I've been uh, I've been pretty transparent in my. Uh, knowledge of science up to this point, I think people can understand how vastly superior my scientific knowledge is. I know the scientific uh, method. I'm familiar with the periodic table. And um, I used to subscribe to Scientific America, popular science magazine. Mm -hmm. And um, I I like science, um, and I've taken science classes in high school, and maybe... And I took astronomy, astronomy, not astrology, astronomy in college, and so
2: okay. that's a real those, one. Those
0: those are things that I that I've taken. Um, I will say that uh, are there colleges where you can take astrology? I'm sure there uh, are. I'm. Sh- I don't I'm know how accredited sure, they are, but I'm sure they <laughs> exist. They, they had to. But that was the first thing that the guy said, in, that that my astronomy teacher said the first day of class was, "This is astronomy. If you're
2: here for astrology." Please leave and never come yep. back. I think they have to say the same in pediatrician classes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. very well done. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: uh, um, but that, uh, but so like, from so my science background. So uh, my favorite two classes in in high school were were biology and physics. In terms of science classes, I I loved those because I had very good teachers. My biology teacher was um, like, he looked kind of like Santa Claus's dad. Uh, and he just had had a very soft spoken voice. He was very calm, collected. What but do you mean? This...
1: Uh, is that like a, a reference to? Was that in a film or just what you imagine Santa's no, just uh, like, the, like an old us, uh, so just the, like the father older of Saint Santa, Nicholas. like the the uh... he had
0: rosy rosy red cheeks, sure, gray beard, kind of. He was he was a bigger man, but he wasn't fat. He was just like muscle. Right, but he was like fat muscle. But it was just like you are like old man. The sweetest fat, pe- old man,
1: fat muscle cannot be fucked with. Like exactly, like, and like he couldn't. Anyone that underestimates old man strength is insane.
0: Like, he could. He was. He was a wrestling coach as well. He he. Their was muscles the coach are pure of leather. The, like it's made. Yeah, they'll just ex- like choke
1: you. Old
0: man strength. That's if, what he was. <laughs> that's exactly what he was. Yeah, and. And he was just the sweetest, soft spoken man, also. But he also coached the wrestling team and he was the throwing coach for like discus and shot put and stuff like that. So he was like really sure. strong. And he was also a hunter, he was a big game hunter. So he would bring in deer that he hunted for us to <laughs> dissect and. Uh like kinda yeah. This is starting to sound like Santa
2: Claus is like the son of Zeus. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it was just this right. um, you weird rock like of San- Greek mythology that we forgot about. <laughs> you know, like Santa's dad.
1: And also there was a dead guy sitting next to him. The whole class. There was a guy would, a guy with no head sitting next to
2: him. He would do You know, do Santa, these, you know uh, how Santa Claus's dad would cast you know, thunderbolts from the and
0: he, would, <laughs> he would take the deer and he would do like wrestling moves to break the bones of the legs. Yeah to, like... <laughs> what? Are you... Yeah. Are you... Wait. That's not part of the riff? He
1: this would, is not part of the riff. He would, like, pile-driver <laughs> like, deer carcasses in class? He would glass. do, like...
0: He would do, like, arm bars to, like, <laughs> break the leg to, like... What the fuck? It was... It was so... And it was so sweet. He'd have this, was like funny little <laughs> smile on his face just like <laughs> wow. and then he'd like have us dissect it and then and then after that he would take it home and and cook venison and bring it back to class and and let us eat you know for those that wanted would would eat the venison that he like had us dissect and like do research on and stuff like he was just like he was just a cool teacher
1: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> in which what, semester what, did you find out you were eating his family
0: <laughs> oh, that? oh, that was not until after I graduated, <laughs> okay. thankfully. Okay, um sure. well digested by then. <laughs> uh, but so that was the biology teacher so that and I and because but see the thing is the reason why I was so good in the class is because he made it interesting, right? He right. he would have, you know, he he made it, he made me interested in all this stuff. And then the physics teacher that I had was incredible. A guy named Mr. Cannon, rest in peace. He's no longer with us. Um but he uh he was incredible because he was uh an old guy that was like got paid to go back to school uh and so he was just like over it and he just like was so he <laughs> so he's a guy that he had been married and divorced and he hated his ex-wife like the ex-wife put him through the ringer in terms of divorce so every physics problem that he would address to us he'd relate it back into some way <laughs> Um, Killing his (laughs) ex-wife Sure Like if you shot a bullet At 40 yards And friction was this And the miles per second per second is this How long would it take To hit my ex-wife in the face Like that's every Every problem was related Back to that and then conversely He'd also talk about how amazing His new German girlfriend was So basically it's just
1: like the Easter Bunny's dad (laughs)
0: Exactly. <laughs> the Easter Bunny's dad. The Tooth Fairy's
1: second cousin. Yeah, the
0: class, and, as we
1: all know, German girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: yes, yes. And I remember one of my friends, uh, <laughs> and he would get like, he was very helpful in a way that was like, not the best in terms of learning, because he would just give you the answer if he got frustrated enough. And one day, uh, one of my friends called, like, Called his house at like two AM and go Uh, Mr. Cannon, what's the test on tomorrow? And he just answers it and he just goes, Friction and then hangs up the phone. And it's just like you <laughs> <laughs>
2: just you'd go J- up to him. J- J- ma- F- F- where where was your where was this school again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Kansas? No, this was in Minnesota. Okay.
2: Okay. Sort of Woods (laughs) Woodsman school that you went (laughs) to. Yeah.
1: It's kind of weird sort of uh
2: Yeah.
0: But he was he was a great guy. Like you so I have so many stories about this guy that have very some of them have very little to do with science at all. But it's just uh he would be a lunchroom attendant and he would you know like walk around, make sure everybody's doing well and he would steal people's french fries, like go around get Grab a few French fries and one time he grabbed some of my friend's French fries, and my friend just goes, Hey, uh Mr. Cannon, I wouldn't eat those if I were you. I found a hair in them. And then Cannon just goes, Without missing a beat, he's like, If it's not curly, you got nothing to worry about. And then he keeps walking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Just Yeah. I mean he taught was, me a uh, lot about science. Yeah, and pubes. <laughs> and pubes. Yeah. A lot about
1: science and pubes. You know? That's what his
0: course was called Science and Pubes. Science and p- Friction.
1: Friction. <laughs> my ex-wife. Imagine the science
0: of pubes and my ex-wife. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. But so um, that so that that's my uh, that's why, my science background. As that's it were, solid background. But that why is solid astronomy? W-
1: like, I mean, that's a big deal. Picking a picking yeah, that.
0: So I I love astronomy. I I love. Space. I, I had a, a, a telescope growing up. Like I, I should, I should say, similar to um, my love of having done things mm-hmm. like exercise. I love the idea of loving astronomy. As a kid, I loved the idea of being good at astronomy, and that's why I took the class astronomy uh, in in college because I was like, I want to, I want to get involved. I, I loved looking up. I, I love the lab of, like, you know, documenting stars and looking at planets and all that stuff. Sure. But the actual science of it is what, very complicated what and movie, not something that
1: I'm... What movie did it?
0: You know. Was it Contact? What movie did it? Yeah, when you were a kid. Where you're no. like, When you are like,
1: yeah, I want to be like that.
0: Uh, there's no... You know what? It, I mean, I guess I would say it's, it was Star Trek. I, I'm a Star Trek guy, you okay. know, and so there's no specific movie that uh, made me go like, oh, I want to do that. It's just... My fascination with space and science stemmed probably from Star Trek. If I'm being you If a, a, I'm being honest, sure.
1: I mean, you a Next Generation guy? Is that oh, what yeah, we're talking? Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: Next Generation. I love I love uh, Next Generation, DS9, and Voyager. Those are the three that I I came up on. Sure, you know. But uh, I am a big fan of the original Trek movies and the series. They're, you know, I, I have a lot of love. Spock, Leonard Nimoy, sure, favorite character, and um,
1: sure. he'll always be your friend. The,
0: yeah, he always, mm-hmm. always has been, and always will be. Yeah, uh, Jim, I used to call you Jim. Your name is Jim. Sure, um,
1: sure. Saving some whales. Yeah, so, no, I'm on board.
0: Of course, yeah. Gracie is pregnant. Yeah, um, which by the way, Star Trek two, II, three, and four are uh, probably the best. Uh, it may be a hot take, but best trilogy there is. One of the best trilogies there is. Like the, that slew of movies, the stories, the like. It's it's great, great, great story arc. All mm-hmm. three of those movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah,
1: but yeah, All, right. So, all that, right, so you're hanging out. That's... You're watching. You're you're writing your little Botany Bay fanfic. And you're uh, oh yeah, sure, I get it. And then <laughs> and then you're like, I should take a. How can I become? Uh uh you know will
0: wheaton and you're like i'll take <laughs> oh, well, i would i never wanted to be will wheaton that's for sure um especially now that i know about uh what shit happened to him as a child i would never want to be what that. What, um, happened?
1: what happened what are you talking about
0: <laughs> you know how bad he was treated on uh stand by me i mean he's talked a lot about how oh, much he was I abused as a child oh i don't know anything um, about that
1: i know he flipped out about larry david and elmo yesterday and oh well,
0: yeah, because of his uh, post-traumatic stress of uh, uh, I didn't know any of, of that of child abuse on sets and stuff like that. Oy. Is is, well, is not a good childhood for the man who uh, was the boy genius in Star Trek. Well, my apologies, um, everyone. I didn't know
1: that Will Wheaton was uh, <laughs> such a
0: tragic figure. I just
1: thought it was, you know, Wes Wesley uh
0: and I, <laughs> shut up, Wesley. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I was never a huge fan of his character on Star Trek, but I, I also didn't hate it, you know. I but enough I,
1: to uh, enough to get into astronomy.
0: Truth be told, the, um, who was it's it? why I was in, interested <laughs> in is why I was interested in space and science. But yeah. the reason for taking astronomy was I needed a science credit, and okay, I had to choose what science class i needed to take and astronomy was the one that i wanted to was the one that i decided on and it's not romantic it's not like oh i want to be like this it's just simply like i needed a science
2: credit and i wanted to look in at at space stuff yeah um well, we can we we got a couple of space stories that sent in. I know Justin Broad sent in at least one. Um, nice. But uh, before we before we do that, but since we are talking about film, we've had a new spat entry Okay, good. Uh, from listener Eric. Ru- uh, uh, Eric sent in um, just to update, uh, just to fill you in here, Jeffrey. This is um, Jesse's theory, uh, like what categorization of actors? Mm-hmm. Categorization. It, the new he got, It's like an ego. Uh, yeah. Yeah, except okay. based on whether uh, a an actor has acted in a fictional ship, plane, automobile, train, and spaceship. That's the spats. I like
0: it. You know, Whoopi Goldberg has an egot, and she was on Star Trek, so it connects. It does connect. Oh yeah, but is hey. she. Anyone on Star Trek gets gets the spaceship,
1: but uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg would get a spats
0: right has she well, I don't know <clears throat> well, let, so let, she was so what what spats is a spaceship, a, uh spaceship uh ship, like a boat of some sort, okay, ship plane automobile train and train and a spaceship and spaceship, so Whoopi... let's so let's go with Whoopi. let's see let's see if she can get the spats so she obviously has the spaceship, got it yeah, um yep. she obviously has the automobile mm-hmm Yep. Does she have the plane? Uh, she has the. Uh, let, let me ask you this: Does she have the ship? Because in generations they have the holographic ship. Uh, I think the holodeck should be
1: included in Spats. Um, sure. I mean the the holodeck clause of Spats as written. Uh, sure. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, car. I I just have trouble with the train, with Whoopi,
0: but. Right. I don't think, because, yeah. I don't know. I don't think she
2: was on a train. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, she's done. I'm looking at her filmography here, and she has been in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's, absolutely.
2: She's was she ever on a train in that movie, for Rex. 40 years. Yeah. So, I'm looking through. None of them are obviously trait but there's a lot of films in here that i do not know
1: spaceship's the hardest Can i you... mean she probably she probably gets a spats
2: who's well a-
0: spaceship's the easiest for whoopee because of star trek right but yeah it's the but hardest it's the, it's one. the rarest generally
2: for actors
1: right generally once an actor has the s in spats
2: the, or the pa- second s
1: yes the pats will come together um
2: right who
1: did who would we what? get here? Who's the new entry?
2: Oh well, hang on a second. She was a voice actor in the Little Engine That Could. Ooh, we'll take it. That counts. That counts. But we'll take it. Was okay. she actually on a train? She played. She played the control tower who was in charge of the train yard.
1: Nope. Mm, that doesn't that count. Doesn't count then. No, not allowing no. it. Not allowing it. No, we're not, this is not Spax. Okay. Right. We're not. We're not. It's yeah. uh, control towers and. <laughs> She's the only, the only one. Who's the new, uh, who's the new entry?
2: So the new, the new entry, well, an old entry, but a a very solid entry, and that is, Erica suggested John Candy, who was in Summer Rental, that is his pirate ship, he was in Space Balls, obviously, as Buff, and then the plane, trains, and automobiles are covered by,
0: (laughs) uh... Planes, trains, and automobiles. Wow.
2: So... Very solid entry there. Very Good solid. Work, that's a great.
0: I mean, John Candy. Very solid and flawless. That's a solid entry. Flawless logic and very solid. Yep, yeah. <laughs> He's also got a wagon. What's what's his wagon? Wag, wagons East.
2: Ah. Yeah. No, that's no, it's, John Candy. It's Spwets too. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, that's solid.
2: Yeah. That we have had a few modifications suggested. That horses have been mooted.
1: Yeah, people have uh, certainly floated the uh, the equine route. Um, yeah,
0: huh? Yeah, John Candy. I'm trying to think. All right, trying to think who else could be in the run. Who who else is who else has been on the list? Oh, it's so many. I mean, it's uh, it's Tom Hanks one. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. Easily. Danny DeVito. Tom
1: Hanks gets the spats like yearly, almost. Yeah. You know, has de- yeah. has and this, has Danny DeVito been, been the space? Been a few
2: sort of single. I don't know if Danny DeVito has been in space. Maybe as a voice actor. Because th- he's been on a train through Mama from one. That's mm-hmm. true. Um,
0: sure. And he's obviously been on uh, a ship, the The rubber duck ship in Batman. I, I count as a ship. I, I count that. Yeah, the penguin ship. Yep. yep. I count it. Yep. And uh, car. He's been in a car, obviously. And then uh, he's got. A, uh, I'm what, trying to think. In Twins, was he on a plane? In Twins, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was on something a, on a plane. And he's been on a plane in Always Sunny as well. Is this just film or no, is this we'll film count, and television? We'll, we'll count
1: TV. We'll count TV. But okay. if if we can get him into space, then he would be. Then DeVito makes it. You know.
2: Yeah. Um. Huh. Oh, he was a voice in Space Jam that's right uh, he was the he was the lead alien
0: so he was the Monstar Mountain he's been in space so that counts right uh, sure okay yeah I mean we'll oh, allow and, it... and Mars Attacks as well, well. he we'll was in Mars it... Attacks but we'll,
1: I mean do we see but his... he
0: wasn't in space and he wasn't in a ship no he didn't in Mars go to attacks. space in
1: Mars Attacks but in Space Jam do we see his vessel or like yeah. just being an alien stuff...
0: doesn't count but they stuff him in the rocket and send him into space okay. at the end of the movie okay Alright. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can have an asterisk for right now, just in terms of like it was a cartoon, but he yeah. he did we did see him travel in
2: space. Okay. He was an uncredited voice, uh or he, he was an uncredited cameo in Men in Black according to his huh. according to Wikipedia as alien on T V monitor. Oh, mm. uh, that doesn't count yeah, then because he's, he's not cuz
0: we need him in space, right? Yes, we need him
2: in a spaceship. This is about
1: vehicles. So the the ship right. itself is the important part.
0: Like you not Right. So that's why in in Space Jam they, you know, at the very end of the movie they stuff him in the rocket and they blast him off into space and that we see him in the rocket ship. That counts into space. Yeah.
1: That counts. That counts. I mean like we there's weird ones, right? Like Mike Myers' Uh, because of all the Austin Powers stuff, probably has a spat's like because uh, didn't yeah. Doctor Evil go to space?
2: Yeah, that's the second one.
0: Yep, right.
2: Keanu's a shoo-in. Keanu's a shoo but, but
0: has but has Mike Myers ever been on a ship? I'm sure he has.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's.
2: Let me think. He's done so many things. I know, I know, been... but it's like
1: I'm sure there are a few where we're just assuming, but then for some reason, like they've never been on a train. I don't, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Speaking of other things, Is, I don't I... know. There's
2: there's <clears throat> science facts I don't know.
1: Uh, do we have any for the? Do we have any new? Th- or anything new yeah,
2: things come out? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop looking up Mike Myers' filmography. To... <laughs> right. I feel like. Um, Assume he's There's been so on a boat. many science
0: things. It feel yes, like th-
2: he was on a boat at some point in So I Married an Axe Murderer. I have some vague memory of that. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe Ooh. I'm wrong. Or is, or is Shrek... Did Shrek get oh, on yeah, a boat it's at it's some it's point? It's you Shrek. know what?
0: Shrek... He. I think they did set sail on Shrek in one of the Shrek movies.
2: Did Did the love guru get on a boat at any point? Oh, I don't guru. know about the love guru. But maybe Cat in the Hat did. Mm. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that's enough. More that's science facts. Would you guys that be
1: into a new Wayne's World movie, or would it bum you out?
0: It would bum me out. Yeah, to be honest, it, it it would bum me out. Yeah,
2: I I would watch it, but like there's never been. It would just
1: be fan service. You think? It like, depends how
2: they did it. Because if they if they did do something about if they did actually kind of do what happens if these characters when these characters become middle aged, then that well they already does t- so
1: they did the Bill and Ted thing.
2: They tried that with Bill and Ted. It failed miserably.
0: Because um, to me, Bill and Ted, that movie and sequel is one of the best uh, two hits that they got. Because the sequel didn't fall under like sequel drama. It was like it was one of the uh-huh. best sequels there is because it was a continuation of the story. It wasn't a rehashing of the same story just told again. It was like, these characters now trying to get back to Earth from... Hell and heaven. Like, that, like... Right. It's a completely different story from the first one, which is trying to pass their history test. Like, it's... Right. So, like, it's just a continuation, a different story, but a continuation of the characters. True to who the characters are. Now these characters are in this situation. The third one that they just did is just like, all right, well, let's just combine the first two movies. Now they have to get out of hell and go travel through time and do all... Like, it's the same. It's just a mashup of the stories. Yeah. I've never, I don't think there, I think there's only one example of a movie coming out that's a sequel or uh, next in the franchise that's over 20 years since the original and been good, and that's The Rescuers Down Under.
2: Okay. I did not see I, that. all, oh, And I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure I've seen any of the original Rescuers either, but. Right, I haven't seen
1: them yeah. over either. I haven't seen them under or over any
0: well, the uh, the rescuers was that Disney movie from the seventies, and then they made uh, nineteen ninety one, the rescuers down under, where they go to Australia. That's a, it's a great it's a great thing, but it's the only time that I can think of that a movie sequel twenty years later comes out, and it's like, oh yeah, this is I'm I'm glad that we did this. Yeah, I'm nervous
1: for the new Spinal Tap. To be to be honest, I'm quite nervous Wait. for it.
2: There's a new Spinal
1: Tap? They're making a Spinal Tap sequel. Yeah, they've already filmed most of Are they of it. making
2: a full movie? Because I, I know, like, every so often they have to get together and do some live shows so that they don't lose the rights to... No, it's a full... Write. It's
1: a full film. Um, I know Paul McCartney's in it. <sighs> like, it's... I have... It's... Uh, Christopher Guest wow. is doing that. and. Okay. Yeah, it's not just like a Red Nose Day thing. It's a full movie, and I'm terrified that it's just going to be, you know... The same movie, but depressing.
0: Yeah, terrified of that. Terrified of the new uh, Beetlejuice. Not you know like sure. It's just like wh- I, I get from purely marketing and nostalgia and money and stuff like that. I get that aspect. Of like, why are you doing this? But it's like,
2: it you don't. It doesn't need one. Which movie do you think has the all-time best squeakle? Cause... Well, if I
0: had to, if I had to pick one, I guess I would say, um, "The Little Rascals."
2: Mm. Okay. <laughs> which which movie? No,
0: just kidding. Of course, of course, it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. Which uh, this, which this
1: sequel? Which movie sequel do you think has the most secretive secrets about ooze? <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Probably Terminator Two. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. No. Uh, now let me ask you this: Which uh, sequel do you think makes the best uh, Men in Black Two? <laughs> mm. Mm. Fair.
2: Um, you know, like all all of the all of those Men in Black were good. I think I'm trying to remember what yeah. I saw them the last one, but I think they were. I think they were good. <laughs>
0: Men um, in Black. Men in Black's one, two, and three were, in black. were were Is very that... good.
2: Yeah, that's the correct Men in plural. Black. What are you? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the uh, the only one that wasn't uh, that great, I feel, was the the most recent one, the the international one with uh, Hemsworth and. Uh,
2: oh yeah, I don't know if I
0: did see that one. Yeah, um, the, uh, they left behind Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith to uh, do um, Valkyrie and Thor. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah, they sort of um, pulled, pulled a Home Alone
1: three. Do we have any stories? Yeah, we're, we're going talking on about
2: like, strange findings. Here's a space story. Yeah, uh, there you go. That CNN.com posted that was sent in by Justin that said this is a, a new strange type, a strange new type of star hidden in the center of our galaxy. Oh. An old smoker star. There's an artist illustration there if you want um, to. It's my grandpa. Yeah. yeah I'm just <laughs> still, <laughs> an old smoker I'm still, star. Still putting oh, my... smoker
0: star. Santa Claus's uh, dad, probably. Yeah. Um, a a decade-long <laughs> survey... I'll drive the... <laughs> this deer
1: here, and uh, if you, if you listen to the crack, you can hear the...
2: Yeah. Uh, a decade-long survey of the night sky has revealed a mysterious new type of star astronomers are referring to as an old smoker. Mm. These previously hidden stellar objects, good second mention there, are aging mm-hmm. giant stars located near the heart of the Milky Way, which is our galaxy. The stars are inactive. Yeah, that's what it is. The stars are inactive for decades and fade until they're almost invisible. For decades. Decades is... Nothing. Whoever wrote this... Yeah, I don't know. Whoever wrote this article, I want to... I'm curious about that because that's... A decade is a very short amount of time in the... I feel like when you're talking about stars, you're either talking about seconds or... Billions millions of years, of, years. Yeah, yeah. Millions of years. Yeah, that's you the thing. You tend not to get I, the sort of mid-tight any midpoint between that, right? Um, I just wanted
0: to sound. I mean, that's why they say decades instead of tens of years. You know, it's it's the same thing when you say like, oh, it's I've been doing it a half a dozen times. It's like so six, doing, you, yeah. you did it six times. <laughs> but
2: it just <laughs> it feels it yeah. feels weird. Like, is is it decades or or is it millennia? Um, they well, I mean, until technically, they're... if it's millennia, it is also decades because... That is true. That is true. It's, and, know... it's <laughs> and it's also yeah, it's good, seconds. And
0: it's also milliseconds. Yeah, good little
1: loophole there. So,
0: yeah, because, like, when I say the other day, it's always the other, like, yeah. in stand-up, you go, like, oh, this happened the other day. Technically, it's true, even if the other day was 10 years ago.
1: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was it, the other day. You're only lying if it actually happened today, and if... Exactly, uh, or hasn't I, happened, I, which is the more common version of that. that no, I I, yeah. Hey, this just happened the other day. Did it? Did no, it?
1: I'm way mm. too specific, and it, I think it annoys the crowd. I'll go like exactly 485 days ago. <laughs> I uh, and then they're like, "This guy's a crazy person."
0: I love, uh, I <laughs> love when the, you're like, you can say that, or you're like, "This happened last Tuesday." No, wait, it was it was Wednesday. No, no, no. Thursday it was Thursday, <laughs> sure. no no no, no, it was Tuesday, actually, it was Tuesday. it doesn't matter I know
1: <laughs> I know I know
2: they um so these stars they 're inactive for let's say decades and they fade until they 're almost invisible before belching out clouds of smoke and dust mm. and astronomers think they could play belching a role in distributing, yeah, distributing elements across the universe, so four studies detailing the observations published. In January, in the monthly notices of the Royal Astro- um published in the Royal Astronomical Society. Notices of the Royal Astronomical Society. There we go. That's the full title of the journal if you want to go and check it out. Okay. Um, oh, this is. God, I don't like CNN's website, which just puts subheadings and links to other stories in the middle of the article. So I right. very nearly just continued reading this story about stars with the words savor the umami flavors of and sp- <laughs> plump and succulent Japanese scallops. This episode of probably
0: science <laughs> is brought to you by umami.
2: <laughs> umami scallops. I j- remember remember that when that was suddenly discovered by the west as a flavor and that's <laughs> scallops yeah (laughs) it it blew our minds i'm gonna say that was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s was when suddenly the west discovered there was this other flavor a fifth flavor of food yeah
0: Yeah. i love um, love when the west discovers things as if it never happened when we started smelling
1: stuff we're like oh there's another (laughs) sense what i think but i was uh (laughs) i remember that what was that big deal yeah 97 or something (laughs) And it's like th- grabbing yeah, with yeah. your nose, you know? It's like... <laughs> it's like seeing stuff, but it's not eyes. It's holes that go in
2: with breath stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you feel it. It's like it's like a way of s- s- seeing pies around a corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing... It's
0: like seeing taste, but with <laughs> your yes. nose. But with
1: the nose thing. And here I just thought we all had these flabby pieces of shit in the middle of our faces, and it turns out that they can
0: see pies around a corner. <laughs> Turns yeah, out they're we... actually useful. Now wait until go... they figure out what to do with these, these holes in the sides of our head. Mm-hmm.
2: What? Um, all right. Huh? <laughs> all right. So, so these astronomers, uh, they observed the Old Smoker stars for the first time during the survey that involved monitoring nearly a billion stars in infrared light, which is invisible to the human eye. The observations were carried out with a visible and infrared survey telescope situated in a vantage point high in the Chilean Andes at the Cerro Paranal Observatory. But can they smell it? No, I don't know if they.
1: No, it's decades ago. It's pre-smell.
2: Oh, okay, so, that's fair. Yeah. So they were they were initially searching for newborn stars, which are hard to detect in visible light because they're obscured by dust and gas in the Milky Way. I don't like these but old smokers. Stars, stars are, are so newborns. Cute.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I don't, new. new
0: <laughs> <laughs> newborn stars are so adorable.
2: Yep. Oh, they have that newborn star smell as well. You ever smell yeah. like the the head of a newborn star?
0: Mm-hmm. Softer I mean, it, than I, normal. I, Softer. Little, I
2: love it. You know, s- yeah.
0: smell. I I try to smell everything I can. You know, what with the new the new uh, sense. ability. Yeah, the new sense. Very excited.
2: It'd be uh, fucked up <laughs> if
1: we got another sense out of nowhere. You know,
0: like uh, I know, it's, like the ability per- to perceive time. In a different way,
2: yeah.
1: Like I know that's a, such a like seventh grade stoner thought, but it's but <laughs> it's but it's funny.
2: It's and and also that like the the fact that we're all told at school that there are five senses, and right? Like, if there and if there are any more, then it's definitely something uh, paranormal or right. Well, I right. mean that's the
0: whole thing. The sixth sense was the like ability to see dead people, but that's really just yeah uh, the actually... fifth the fifth sense, which is seeing. <laughs> Right,
2: <laughs> it's like it's not really a new sense. It's just like
0: you know, so you're still using the sense that you already have, okay. just, just in That's, a different way. Yeah, that is just, that is a very
2: solid point. <laughs> it's,
0: it's just still. Looking at things. Uh, yeah, that's very funny.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, when, when, like, bees can see, like, slightly outside of the our visible light spectrum, it's not, you know, they've just got a bigger yeah, range. It's, it's when just, dogs can hear high more... pitches, they don't have, like, a different hearing sense. It's they not can... a
0: different sense. It's just, it's still hearing. Right. It's still
2: seeing. It's still...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, you can't imagine, that, that's why that stuff is so weird to me, is, like... Maybe can't...
2: that's the extra twist that M. Night didn't think anyone would notice yeah <laughs> if
1: you wait <laughs> we noticed m Night. yeah if you wait till the end of the credits uh it's just like how you can't you can't picture a new color you know you you just can't right you you literally cannot your brain your your neurons physically cannot do that and I so that's why it's just like a, a another sense it's pointless to talk about because you're just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
0: you don't even Yeah, I don't know. It's like the, um, it's the, uh, 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 recently people have been talking about like what um, blind people, how blind people see or whatever. Like, it's not black. It's not like they're not looking at darkness. It's like seeing out of your elbow is what they describe it as. You know, like, have you ever, you guys heard that? No. I have not heard that. If you can try to imagine seeing out of your elbow, that's like, I've heard this like going around, it's like, no, blind people, it's not like just blackness it's just like it's nothing it's you know truly blind people not people who have a little bit of vision you know it's like right people who yeah. truly are blind it's like it's not like they see black they don't see anything right um and so it's yeah it's weird it's a sense. weird like concept but yeah there
2: are, there are we have humans have loads of senses that don't that didn't get categorized as kids like you know things like sense of heat uh, sense of right. your own body positioning, uh, sen- sense sense of, of self.
1: Sure, sense of humor. <laughs> yeah.
2: sense of, yep. sense of balance.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sense of boundaries. Yep, healthy. <laughs> yep. Healthy. Very good. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, the, so there's a lot more than five senses. Yeah, that's the point here. Um, <laughs> yeah. The sixth so, so sense it, should have just been about an open mic comedian trying to... Setting uh, boundaries with dead people. <laughs> setting boundaries <laughs> with dead
2: people. I set boundaries
1: with dead people, okay? And then, I have the sixth
0: sense. Knock, knock. <laughs> um,
2: so so two-thirds, uh, two-thirds of these stars were easy to classify, but the remainder were more different. Difficult. So the team used the European South Obser- Southern Observatory's Very Large Telescope. That's the name of it, by the way. It's not just describing it. Rolls up study- the tongue. Yep. To, to study <laughs> individual stars, said Philip Lucas, professor of astrophysics Are at University serious? of Hertfordshire. Is that
1: really what it's called? Oh, they got Philip Lucas?
2: Yeah. Uh, Good no. old Phil. Um, yes, it is called the Very Large Telescope.
1: That's a great name for it. Uh, <laughs> VLT. And-
2: VLT? Uh... But they, So they monitored hundreds of millions of stars. They tracked 222 that experienced notable sh- sh- noticeable shifts in brightness. The team determined that 32 of them were newborn stars that increase in brightness by at least 40 times, and some as much as 300 times. A large percentage of the eruptions are ongoing, so astronomers can continue monitoring how these stars evolve over time. Our main aim was to find rarely seen newborn stars, also called protostars, where they're, mm. While they are outgoing, a great outburst that can last for months, years, or even decades. So this is that is the timescale. It is the timescale of decades. Okay. Um, these outbursts happen in the slowly spinning disk of matter that is forming a new solar system. They help the newborn star in the middle to grow but make it harder for planets to form. And we don't yet understand why the disks become unstable like this, says Dr. Zen Gu, who is a postdoc fellow at the University of Valparaiso in Chile and is one of the... Is the leader author of two of the studies and co-author of the other two. Huh. He's the
0: leader of the pack. Um.
2: That's fascinating.
0: I don't. Know. Yeah. What What do we What do we do? I mean, the terminology that they used in this article it it it's a it's a range of scientific terms and really just low. Uh,
2: Yeah, it's definitely a CNN article. It's definitely got the. It's like, like the way they said, like it belches
0: out gas.
2: Yeah, it's like that. Is
0: that is that how we're gonna picture it? Is we're just we're just seeing? Like I picture just an old man just, uh, you know, belt unbuckled, just burping. Yeah,
2: (laughs) just expelling. I think that's not that far from. Uh I mean belching out is kind of I think that is sort of pretty standard terminology. Yeah? Okay. Sure.
1: Yeah, you can measure a belt, sure.
2: Uh. What do we uh <laughs> Yeah, you can measure measure <laughs> a belt. everybody knows that. Come on.
0: Come on. If you can measure a If you can measure a wind, you can measure a fart, you can measure a no, belt. Do no, no, it. What else do we have there, Matt? I don't have access to the
1: uh, file. It's probably for the for the listeners at home. That's probably why the rhythm sounds a little weird. Um, yeah. Don't have the f-
2: file here. You don't, ha- you don't have access. Well, there there is a story, uh, but it's in nature, and I do not have access to scientific journals because uh, I'm not an institution.
0: Well, oh, you're an institution. Come on, man. You know you're an institution. Yeah, this old you're battle an acts. institution of yourself. This old yeah. chunk of coal.
2: Yeah, so... <laughs> You're a diamond. So, so we, we can't do a story about a new sci-fi instrument that will hunt for great giant gravitational waves in space. <laughs> nah, a, a, a space a new space equipment like something that would float in there. Um, but that's the thing but, that
0: I, I don't think. I mean, so where is where? So they found this new star. I don't know if we're still talking about that sure, or not. Sure, They yeah. found this new star, and it belches out gas giants. No, it, it well, it's it an belches old. Out it's gas. an old
1: star. It's like the ghost of a star.
0: Okay, so it is an old – it's a dying star that they just found. It's new to – if, if we haven't seen it, it's new to us. Right. That sort of thing?
1: Yeah. I think it died decades ago, so then it just – the the remnants yeah. of the dead star start belching out. So,
2: yeah, and it, it says these are, these are different from red giants, which was what they thought it could have been. Right. That's when stars have ex- gotcha. ex- exhausted their supply of hydrogen for nuclear fusion and begin to die. And then it's puffing out material, but it says these ones are different. The uh, a uh, professor Dante Minetti says these elderly stars sit quietly for years or decades, then puff out clouds of smoke in a totally unexpected way. They look dim and red for several years, uh, to the point that we sometimes can't see them at all.
0: It's kind of like when a dead body farts again. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, exactly sure. what it is. Yeah, yeah. And okay. you like still oh, got that it. That makes sense then. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, it's just releasing gas. Understood.
2: Well, the- this is a, a a timely and useful uh, like a story. I just saw this in Science Alert given that we just experienced an earthquake. Yeah. A new tool that can di- distinguish between earthquakes or secret nuclear blasts with 99% accuracy. I didn't Ooh. realize that that was not known. But so I had no idea that there was uh, that much of a discrepancy. Was did you
0: feel the earthquake? Oh, that wasn't an earthquake. That was a nuclear, bat- I think nuclear blast.
1: I think it's because they they test them underground, right? Like, remember the when North Korea had its first test, the big they just picked up yeah. a ton of seismic activity from North Korea. But the big question was, did they just test a nuke or wasn't an earthquake? Uh, so I think normally it's uh, the reason it's important to make a distinction is normally it's just seismology, but then they like can't always it's uh, there's some guesswork involved.
2: Yeah, right. So that makes sense. Um, So since the first detonation of an atomic bomb in 1945, more than 2,000 nuclear weapons tests have been conducted by eight countries, the US, the Soviet Union, the United Kingdom, France, China, India, Pakistan, and North Korea. Groups such as the Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty Organization are are constantly on the lookout for new tests. But for reasons of secrecy and safety, bomb nuclear tests are carried out underground, as you just said, which makes them difficult to detect often the only indication they've occurred is from the seismic waves they generate. Uh, so in a paper published in geophysical journal international, this article is actually written by one of the people involved in this. He says, cause Mark Hoggart is the name of the writer. He says, uh, my colleagues and I have developed a way to distinguish between them with 99% accuracy. Uh, so it says, The fallout of nuclear weapons sparked an international arms race as the Soviet Union, UK, and France developed and tested increasingly larger and more sophisticated devices in an attempt to keep up with the U.S. Many early tests caused serious environmental and societal damage. For example, the U.S.'s 1954 Castle Bravo test, which was conducted in secret at Bikini Atoll in the Marshall Islands, delivered large volumes of radioactive fallout to several nearby islands and their inhabitants. Um, between 1952 yeah. and... Yeah, I've heard of... I, I didn't know... Castle Bravo was the name of the test. I've only heard of Bikini Atoll as the... Well,
1: there are tons of tests there. I mean, it's... Castle Bravo it, it's was just funny one to, of
0: the... It, it's funny to... It's funny to consider these tests secret. It's, it's funny to test bombs in secret, because it's like, as soon as you detonate them, it's like, well, it, it's pretty loud. It's not yeah. going to be a secret. Well, that, for, you know, it's like, I get I get the concept of, like, it's secretive in terms of, like, it's a in a secluded location and stuff like that but just even you said it it caused so much fallout to the people and places that were there it's like it's not really a secret anymore but that's once once you detonate but
1: that's still a testament to how large the earth is is that right is that like you you can you can test you you can reasonably in the ocean test very large nuclear weapons and no one sees it like it's far enough away no one sees the flash even it's just like right I mean that's it's bananas. I mean the
0: flash is really fast too so that's why you can't see him. Um Oh sure you yeah You saw the, the movie. Turn around. Yeah oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. speed he's got that speed for it. He's also but, he's uh, getting arrested
1: all the time now for uh being weird I mean, out and about. I mean Yeah,
0: he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's out and um, about. Um he's flashing everybody and uh he's out there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that is how but that like that goes to how big the earth is and the previous star it's like um how big the galaxy actually is it's like it's crazy yeah how uh how big everything is. it's like conceptually speaking we we picture it in terms of like the ability to get to mars right is like oh yeah it's it's just a little bit further away from earth and the moon is like no 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 it's fucking so much farther away it's so right uh like it's so hard to get there to get a human there, let alone explore the outer reaches of the galaxy.
1: For sure, um, for sure. I I just uh, so sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no. Go, no I, I was I was going to get back into the article, but if you have something else to, to no, add. I just
1: I just mean it's it's like we oftentimes think of atomic weapons as magic or something, but they are. I mean, this is completely obvious, but they are just really big explosions. So like, yeah. That's all that's happening. So, you know, if you were to test a grenade, you would do it like in in a field and stand far enough away, uh, and you just you know you just multiply that. Um, so so <laughs> yeah. like like that's and you multiply it a lot, but that's how you do it. So like I, it is it is weird that you can cover up an atomic bomb test, but but I think uh, a lot you know I think it happens all the time. That's why we had to come up with the ways to. That's detect why we had them. to
0: come up with the. Uh, earthquake test Sure Yeah
1: Yeah I'm uh, sure that it's so, so, uh, yeah. uh,
2: One or the other So yeah here, Here's what they did Oh it also mentions A couple of other Disastrous tests From the Mid 20th century uh, the, the UK conducted Several tests in Australia Good for us Scattering long lived Radioactive material Over wide areas Of South Australian Bushland With devastating Consequences for local Indigenous communities Great Great work there and Amazing. In, in 63, the US, UK, and USSR agreed to carry out future tests underground to limit fallout, but testing continued unabated as China, India, Pakistan, and North Korea also entered the fray over the following decades. So there were substantial I love international the phrase, efforts- unabated. Yeah, unabated. We cannot abate them. So there were substantial great, international great e- efforts to figure out how to monitor nuclear testing, the competitive nature of weapons development means much research and testing is conducted as secret. So groups such as the Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty Organization today run global networks of instruments designed specifically to, to identify any potential tests, which include air testing stations to de- detect minute quantities of radioactive elements in the atmosphere, aquatic listening posts to hear underwater tests, Infrasound detectors to catch the low-frequency booms and rumbles of explosions in the atmosphere, and seismometers to record the, record the shaking of the Earth caused by underground tests. And hmm, just the so. guy
1: looking around is the last, <laughs> the last one.
0: Gotta um, have those work those senses so they don't go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, unused and well, they, they would gotta go. Make sure that we see. They
1: would go abated, and you got to abate. Yeah, exactly. You have to abate the senses. <laughs>
2: so (laughs) seismometers are designed to measure seismic waves tiny vibrations to the ground surface generated when large amounts of energy are suddenly released underground such as during earthquakes or nuclear explosions there are two main kinds of seismic waves first are body waves which travel outwards in all directions including down into the deep earth before returning to the surface and then the second are surface waves which travel along earth's surface like ripples spreading out on a pond and the difficulty in using seismic waves to monitor underground nuclear tests is distinguishing between the explosions and naturally occurring earthquakes. The core goal of monitoring is to never miss an explosion, but there are thousands of sizable natural quakes around the world every day. So <clears throat> it, it's, it's compared to searching for a potentially non-existent needle in a haystack the size of a planet. Sorry, it's very picturesque, that. Uh, yeah, we just got to use a magnet, right? Yes, yeah, it's exactly. That's all you do. Okay, <laughs> new new article. Next article.
1: But that's also, uh, what do they mean? A needle in the haystack, the size of a planet? What the nukes are still massive. It's not a needle. There, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's all, a big needle. It's a horrible. It's like example. it's
0: like a bobby pin. <laughs> so a little bit, a little bit bigger well, than a needle. Bit. You know, a yeah, <laughs> little bit has, has that little <laughs> round thing. It makes it like little a little bit more shiny.
2: Or like a hay man, like a man who's covered in hay but moves around a bit. <laughs> well, sometimes like well, if you find, find him nobody, finding you're like, a, you know, finding, a
0: com- <laughs> finding a hay man in a in a haystack might be a little bit more difficult <laughs> I mean you can kind of Man. Kind of look for the hat, I guess. It's like, yeah. I guess this is the guy.
1: why did you assume a hat? Was you're thinking of
0: hey a scarecrow,
2: Obviously, he's obviously yeah. the Hayman is wearing a hat. That's you man is wearing a. Now, hat. Now
1: you're just thinking of sentient scarecrows, which are different than Hayman. Of
2: course, Everybody, no, <laughs> no, a they're sentient, the
1: same. A sentient scarecrow is not a Hayman. It's very different. <laughs> a Hayman
0: <laughs> is the same <laughs> as a microburst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, fair so So many (laughs) many different methods have been developed to aid this search over the past 60 years some of the simplest involve include analyzing the location or depth of the source if an event occurs far from volcanoes and plate tectonic boundaries it might be considered more suspicious alternatively if it occurs at a depth greater than say three kilometers it's unlikely to be in a nuclear test but these are not foolproof
0: Mm. tests
2: might be carried out in earthquake prone areas for camouflage and shallow earthquakes are also possible a more sophisticated monitoring approach involves calculating the ratio of the amount of energy transmitted in body waves to surface waves. Earthquakes tend to expend more of their energy in surface waves than explosions do. This method has pr- proven highly effective for identifying underground nuclear tests but it's also imperfect. It failed to effectively classify the 2017 North nu- uh, Korean nuclear test which generated substantial surface waves because it was carried out inside a tunnel in a mountain. How- I did not know they did that. That's... We're yeah. back to Dr. Evil. <laughs> no, it's very Dr. Evil.
1: Tunnels <laughs> like, mountains. Even the idea of, like, uh, testing them in... I mean, the, that's one of the reasons they picked Bikini Atoll or any of the Ring of Fire stuff is, like, testing it in an earthquake-prone area as camouflage is so supervillain to me. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it yeah. into the volcano, yes? <laughs> Further? <laughs> <laughs> Detonate the device. It covers our tracks. Detonate the device in the volcano. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, so they Lower said. the
0: ridiculously slowing moving mechanism. <laughs>
2: right. Right. Oh uh, man. I, I thought. When it, oh, how do you stop that? Uh, hopefully, that didn't get picked up in the podcast. But uh, what, this what Science is that? Alert article started auto-playing a Hyundai advert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. So no, I'm I didn't guessing hear that it. It
0: didn't. Uh, so that, that's why,
2: through. listeners, if you heard me suddenly go, what? Yep, yep! That, that's what that was. I think it muted uh, your <laughs>
1: mic. I think it interfered, like, it it took over the audio signal.
2: Yeah. God, God damn you, Hyundai. Uh, so this outcome underlines the importance of using multiple independent discrimination techniques during monitoring. No single method is likely to prove reliable for all events. So my colleagues and I, this again is the author of this both study and article, in 2023 from the colleagues from the The Australian National University and Los Alamos National Laboratory in the US got together to re-examine the problem of determining the source of seismic waves. We used a recently developed approach to represent how rocks are displaced at the source of a seismic event and combined it with a more advanced statistical model to describe different types of events. As a result, we were able to take advantage of fundamental differences between the sources of explosions and earthquakes to develop an improved method of classifying these events. We tested our approach on catalogs of known explosions and earthquakes from the West United States and found it gets it right around 99% of the time. Not bad. Uh, not bad. 99%
0: of the time, it works 1% of the time.
2: It, it uh doesn't say exactly what they did. So it uses... Well, I assume uh, they're not
1: going to tell us how to make the nuke earthquake testing device in the article.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's until they make a AMC drama about how to do this, I I don't think people are going to uh, learn... You know, it's like how Breaking Bad taught us all how to make meth. This is, uh, you know, something that... <laughs> seems classified, right? It, seems like it sh- <laughs> It seems classified. It seems like something they don't want
2: to put out there. Like, hey, here's how you can make your own nuke testing kit. Yeah. Um, um, it it does links to the journal, which actually is pretty thorough. Hmm. In...
0: I suppose G- if you had, you know the determination to do it you probably do it yeah but what what's the danger of create like what would be the danger of knowing how to make the testing like the I, i would figure out the difference i would assume
1: so other nations don't know when you've tested nukes and you could still have plausible deniability
0: right okay yeah you know yeah
1: that makes sense um yep yeah, but I, you know, but I don't, I don't know. That's just me and my naturally villainous brain. That's
0: <laughs> of course. That's, that's I'm you always doing setting that. Up your layer, right, yeah, right, in the volcano. Right
1: now, I'm drawing sharks with lasers on their head. Right now, I'm doodling <laughs> that.
0: Um, uh, uh, Jeffrey, should, if you were to, it's like the sociopath test. You know, yeah, it's, we, it's we, the we test should... where... Jeffrey, if, yeah.
1: if if you were to have any stand-up shows coming up, where would they be, and where could our listeners find you? if they wanted to hear
0: Well scientifically speaking um, if you want to go see me do stand up uh, and this is coming out on either February 9th or February 10th in the daytime Right so pick
1: a future then you pick can a come, future date then don't don't tell them where they can come see you February 7th cuz cuz it's past that now
0: Correct so on February 10th which is Saturday this Saturday tomorrow if or today if you're listening it to on uh, today uh, but February 10th, I'm going to be at the Rec Room Comedy Club down uh, Huntington Beach. Nice. At 7 o'clock. Very cool. That is a fun gig. With some great comics. It's a really fun club. I, I recommend you come out.
2: And you can follow me at Jeff Baldinger for the ticket links on Instagram. There you go. Uh, you should do that. We, we're going to wrap up the main episode. We'll do an extra story for our Patreon patrons. But um, find him. Fight, go follow jeff baldinger on physically things. in person you, just
0: find in him in person get out and there. online F- yes And you can see i and my website is jeffreybaldinger.net and i post all my shows there as well and also trying to build up my youtube page i post uh, my videos there just go com slash jeffreybaldinger and uh, subscribe and uh you know uh,
2: i post a lot of stand-up clips so do do that. You can find us, probably science dot com. We will put all the links to the stories we cover and also that's where our Patreon and PayPal links are. You can find us on Twitter at Probably Science, individually at Jesse Case at MacKershan. And at Andy Wood, ask him where he is. Message him. That's Andy uh, Twood on Twitter. Yeah. And Sorry, Andy T. Wood. That is correct. My bad. Uh, if you want to send us any questions, comments, clarifications, or you have a suggestion for a story you would like us to cover, you can email us, probablyscience at gmail.com. Uh, but that is the main episode. Jeffrey, thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you for you having me. Awesome. It was a fun, fun time. We will see our listeners next time. bye
0: Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.